This podcast is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Just Thinking with Stan Waglin. Please check out our website, www.rcpodnetwork.com or email him at swagland at gmail.com. And please make sure to subscribe to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland on your favorite podcast outlet. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice, then you have arrived at Just Thinking. Thank you very much for joining me today on the uh, podcast. I hope that uh, this podcast finds you and your family and your loved ones, your country, wherever you reside, your community. I hope it finds you very safe and sound in this very uh, volatile and uh, dangerous world right now, you know, due to the pandemic and and a bunch of other factors that are going on, to be sure. Uh, So again, I like to say that every day because it's not business as usual, to be sure. Uh, Today's show, I'm going to kind of get right to the point. I was uh, very, very disturbed, uh, like many people, uh, and, and I'll get to that in a second, as well as just very ecstatic um, uh, that uh, today's at 4.30 today in the United States, uh, some good news for change, something nice and encouraging. Uh, doesn't have to do with sports, uh, you know, or the, the New York Yankees coming back to play or whatever. Uh, you know, it has to do with, with something to do for mankind, for the United States, for people in general, for other countries. Um, And that's the first time that, you know, um, astronauts have been launched in the past decade, uh, you know, back into outer space. And it's being done by Elon Musk's company, uh, you know, privately, but, you know, the people, the astronauts are from NASA. And, uh, you know, this hopefully will be a very successful mission and and a very great accomplishment. Again, and you know the continued exploration that we need to do as a as a civilization into uh, outer space, uh, including you know it's it's a very important issue. Uh, it's not the most important issue, but it's a very important one. You know, we have lots of things on Earth that we have to do, and and we have to lots we have lots of things to do uh, with one another and our infrastructure and our ability to get along with one another and to combat various things with climate change or other problems that we face on Earth. But uh, we also need to, as a civilization, like I said, you know, move forward and stay relevant and aspire to do to do wonderful things. Uh, that's my opinion. And I guess today's show is, is kind of like an op-ed if I was uh, writing uh, for newspaper, uh, which I'm not, uh, obviously. And that's the glorious uh, side of human beings, uh, one aspect of it. You know, like when we do heroic things. And I guess today's show, I'd like to, to, to name it The Agony and the Ecstasy. Um, there was a, a book about Michael uh, Angelo many years ago. It's very famous. Um, I think Roger Stone was the author of it. And um, it was made into a movie with, uh, with Charlton Heston, won Academy Awards about Michelangelo and, and painting the Sistine Chapel and that it was a, an ecstasy when he completed it, but it was an agony, uh, you know, doing it. And it, it shows a, a lot about the duality of human beings, the, the good and bad side. You know, no different than Walt Disney when he had the little angel goofy and the little devil goofy on his shoulders. Just a more complex version of that. We have that same thing going on 
all the time. And sometimes it appears to be better than others. And we seem to be making progress and taking a step forward. And then we uh, start to really take steps backwards uh, with things. And I just wanted to put that into perspective today, because I'm just thinking about it and how we have to be aware of that, how we have to aspire to do good things, how we have to aspire to try to be better citizens, better people, better parents, better spouses, better neighbors, um, more patriotic to our country, more decent to, to people in the world, to have uh, more faith in good things. Uh, because it does. It improves your life. It improves my life. It sounds like it's common sense, but it's really not stressed enough, this process of aspiring to do, to good, to do good things. And that being said, when we don't aspire to do the right thing, uh, we, when we don't aspire to do altruistic things, when we don't aspire to, to greatness or to, to have a higher purpose uh, with different things, we start to backslide and we start to slip. Uh, and that ecstasy of, you know, firing somebody off into space. And, and uh, like when you see a science fiction movie and there's something noble and beautiful and exciting and wonderful about it, then you see the ugly, awful side, an ignorant side and terrible side of, of human beings. And uh, I saw that the other day. Uh, I had not seen the... Uh, the terrible, awful video of uh, the death of the um, the uh, black gentleman in Minnesota, uh, you know George Floyd, and uh, I knew about it, uh, but had had not seen the video. I have a, I I have seen many of those type of terrible videos before, too many, and. Uh, you know, they're primarily with uh, African-Americans or people of color. And, and you do see them uh, on occasion with uh, people who aren't of color, Caucasians or other people and, and, and people really getting it uh, and, and just abusive behavior directed towards them. But I saw that. And uh, I have to tell you, it, it's one of the more shocking images I've ever seen. And I, I've seen people pass away and I've, I've seen people suffering and in straitjackets, as they would call them years ago, or in mental institutions. And I mean, it's just horrible shit. I mean, that, that's just what I've seen in my career, like a, like a police officer would, or a nurse would, or a doctor would. We see horrible things with people, people in crisis and just awful experience. People, I've worked in corrections for a few years. I didn't like it and, and would see people really manhandled at times. And I would see people go off on the, the people who were you know, corrections people or, um, you know, youth aides or other people who are in charge of supervising them and trying to contain their behaviors. But uh, that uh, image, I'm right in front of your face. You know, you can go through all the investigations that you want, but your eyes don't lie. That was one of the most dreadful things that I've ever seen. Uh it was just as horrible as the the guy who was uh, the black man who was sitting there and he had an autistic person. He was a social worker. I'm sure you've seen the video. And Jesus Christ, the cops shot him. Uh, or the other guy in, uh, I think it was in Las Vegas uh, or someplace um, out west uh, where he was um, in the hallway of a hotel or whatever it was. And there's like, you know, five different 
policemen in the hall there and they're saying, get down, move, stand up, sit down. And they're giving all kinds of conflicting commands. The guy's his hands over his head and he keeps saying, don't shoot me. You don't have any weapon. And boom, 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 boom. They fired, you know, they just blew this guy right away. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. Or the other one of the black guy who had a tail light out on his car, his girlfriend sitting in the car next to him, and they shot his arm off and killed him. I'm sure you remember that one. I don't remember his name. Or the poor son of a gun uh, in New York City who was selling cigarettes. And the uh, cops grabbed him, and they, they put the chokehold on him and killed him. Uh, I mean, you know, and then there's all the other famous cases that have happened. Come on, man. Uh, this is the agony part. This is like a war on people of color, man. This, this ain't right. This hasn't been right for a long time. But this is crazy now. That was crazy, crazy time. Watching that cop, uh, you know, have his knee on the guy, his, his neck, and with his hand in his pocket. And the guy said, please, sir, please, sir, I can't breathe. What the fuck does it take? And then the typical shit that you see all the time that, you know, I, you know, I have friends who are policemen. I know we need policemen and, and policemen have a tough job, but that's what you sign on for, man. Uh, and if there's not the correct programs to, to diffuse people with this thing, then, then maybe there should be shorter tours of duty for policemen and or they get their pensions earlier or whatever. But this antagonism that develops where the criminals become the enemy. It's like a war. And, and yeah, I know. And they, they use those terms, you know, war on crime. And what. And, and I know criminals do bad things. And, and we need the police and we need protection. And, and I, But, man, you got to be really professional with this stuff. And he, this gets taken out on people routinely. And then you got a president who was giving speeches a couple of years ago saying to the police, you know, well, don't put the guy in the back of that car. I see you protecting his head. I would slam him. The son of a bitch and all this prayer. Our first, you know, our our police, our man. This is all that you hear. This overinflated sense of you can do what the hell you want. And it's part of this agony of our country. This is dreadful. I have a grandson and he's a person of color. He's Malaysian. Yeah, he's uh, nice and dark. And he has been driving. I've had to sit down with him on many occasions and said, and he knows that. I said, hey, I wish it wasn't so, man. But this is how you may have to think of responding if you get stopped because chances are really high someone's going to pop you another one if they get the uh, the opportunity. He's been called the N-word at school and, 
you know, anything he does, uh, oh, he's a wonderful student. As a matter of fact, he's enlisting in the uh, military. He's up uh, right now in Syracuse, New York, uh, you know, going through his final um, orientation thing to, to uh, before he uh, joins the Army. But uh, just to let people know, I'm kind of proud of him. He has very specific career goals that he wants, and they have to do with military service as the first part of that. So uh, it's terrible stuff. That was followed by the other Central Park incident where there was a, um, a Caucasian woman, a white woman, who you see right in your face there, decides, you know, an affluent person worked for a financial company, I guess, and decides that, you know, she, she doesn't have her dog on a leash or something, they get in a dispute. She picked the wrong black guy because he was a noted bird watcher in Central Park. People knew who he was, a very educated fellow, knew exactly what he was doing when she started her bullshit. And she just made up a story around the spot and said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You watch the video for yourself. I'm not even going to go into it. She's going to lie and tell him that it's threatening her to kill her or hurt her, whatever it was. Man did no such thing, at least any of that on the tape, and was not in any way, shape, or form threatening her. As a matter of fact, if anything, she got up in his face and was using her whiteness and his blackness to put the fear of God in him and could have caused the same incident with that man. So the question is, what in the heck is going on? What in the heck is going on with us as a people, as a culture, as a world? What's going on? You look at other countries, not just us. Look what's going on in Hong Kong. And it doesn't make the news in any big way because the coronavirus or, you know, people getting into stupid shit over masks, you know, in terms of just wearing a mask during a pandemic, that becomes an issue for people. They let all this other stuff slide right by them. And the people in Minneapolis, by the way, much to their credit or not, yeah, they're in the streets. I don't blame them. Yeah, there comes a time we have to say, hey, man, this is not a fucking police state. I'm all for the police when they're doing their job properly. I'm all for the military. Just told you, my grandson's in the military. My son is a disabled veteran. I'm a veteran. I've gone through that a million times. Who cares? You know, you're not supposed to be a war criminal. You're not supposed to shoot the, uh, you, you capture the enemy. You're not supposed to execute him. So sorry. It's illegal. Can't do that. You shouldn't be in the military. You're the president. You're the national security advisor. If you can't be the president without breaking a law, or you can't be a government a person without, you know, you breaking the law and doing insider training or bullshit or whatever it is, hey, shouldn't be in government. You should be removed. So what's going on in Hong Kong? What's part of the agony? We have the ecstasy, all the wonderful things that we're capable of doing, all the, the heroic doctors or, you know, uh, first responders and 9-11 or during the, the people doing acts, random acts of kindness and goodness and altruism during tough times and everything else. Then you get this day-by-day -day stuff as a country. In Hong Kong, one, the people want their freedom like you or I do, but they're hooked into because of an agreement with China. And what is China doing? They're trying to pass laws to, during this pandemic. They're trying to move in on them. They were protesting all this time and say, hey, now, now the time's ripe while well, things are, are weak. They want to do all kinds of facial recognition programs, all kinds of uh, 
you know, checking on their behaviors, monitoring them, special laws, change, all kinds of things to limit their freedoms, to take away what little bit of democracy and freedom that they might have left. And they're doing this, whoever they are, all over the world. This is happening all over the world. And we see this, and that's the agony of human beings. Got this beautiful spaceship going off, shows you all the things we're capable of doing, and then you're seeing all the day-to-day stuff that happens. Here's two other things. Millions of children in the United States right now, millions of children face what they call a dire wait for hunger aid. Child hunger. Hunger is soaring. But two months after Congress approved billions of dollars to replace school meals, only 15% of eligible children have received their benefits. Those are children. Children. And what the hell is the difference, whether it's a child or a grown-up or an old person or a cat or a fucking dog or a bird or any other living sentient being? Should we allow them to go hungry? Is that right? We put people on the moon. We put people in a space station. We watch all these science fiction pictures, all the nonsense, artificial intelligence all over the place, robotics, driverless cars. But you let little kids go hungry when the money's there for them. And then you take off if you're in the government. Or people want their freedom and you're firing bullets and tear gases uh, on them in in the middle of a pandemic. Or some guy's involved in a possible forgery. The black guy was choked to death. And you and four other, three other bulls, four of you, stand there and you got your hands in your pocket and the guy's saying, I can't breathe. And you keep your, you're putting a pressure actually on your leg to, to choke the son of a bitch. You watch the guy die right in front of you on the video. How dreadful. What kind of, you know, if I was from another planet, I'd come here and say, what kind of people are you? What kind of people are we? We've had this pandemic. And here's one of the last things I'll throw out there. An avalanche, this is what it's called. An avalanche of evictions is bearing down on American renters right now. People rent. They can't even fucking afford a home, number one. So they rent. So the economic downturn is shaping up to be particularly devastating for renters. Not for billionaires or millionaires. Billionaires, more of them have been created during this two and a half months than ever before because of the pandemic. They're getting money hand over fist. And who are the people who are going to become evicted? Lower income people, people who work hourly jobs that have been cut during the pandemic. Not upper middle class people, not wealthy folks, not billionaires, not millionaires, not congressmen, not senators, not state representatives, but lower income working men and women. That's the agony of things. First responders in New York City are looking to get laid off because there's no more money to pay them. Yet there's tax breaks galore. 
Lowe's and Walmart and Amazon, they're making more money than ever during the pandemic. They're still not paying any taxes. And then when people are getting laid off because there's no, no more money due to pandemic, people have a misguided impression that uh, you know, because we have a president who's now saying that a popular MSNBC host, Joe Scarborough, who I don't even care for, he murdered somebody in 2001 who worked for him where he clearly didn't. And the poor woman's family is begging him to take that away. This happened years ago that this person had a medical problem, fell and hit their head. And this guy's telling the same guy who's lying continuously, tells people on Tuesday that wearing masks are politically correct. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. Because he because he's in deep trouble with the election and wants to try and flip the tables and wants you to think that the Democrats are stopping you from having jobs and everything. They're preventing you from going. No, they're not. Masks aren't going to prevent you from going back to work. Masks will allow you to go back from work and not fucking die. So the world to me, what I'm just thinking today, the agony and the ecstasy is the world is upside down. And we have to make an individual choice on every single minute of every day. It's that serious at this point in time. What we stand for, you know, you can stand for law and order all the way that you want a strict community that you want everybody to obey the letter of the law. But part of that same thing, if you're a good person, in my opinion, well, that means the police too. That means that you can't abuse power. That means that you can't kill people. That means that you can't rough people up. That means that you can't treat people unfairly. That means that you can't say somebody watching a bird who's black is offensive to you. That means that you can't have a war on people with color and be a racist a racist country. You can't have a war on people who don't have as much money as you. That's a war on people of a different socioeconomic class. And that's the agony of where we are right now. So I hope everybody has an uplifting experience today when they uh, see that rocket ship take off, spaceship, whatever you like to call it. And that's a wonderful achievement. And it, it again, it shows you um, literally the genius of human beings. What God, what a complex, amazing thing to be able to do that. If you can see that machinery and what it takes to, to get somebody from here to there it shows all that we're capable of. And then to look at the flip side and see what we really do 
the majority of the time when all the hype is there and we stop singing Lee Greenwood's uh, I'm glad, proud to be an American, waving the flag and rattling sabers and uh, screaming that uh, you ain't going to wear a mask or whatever it is that you're doing or screaming something from the, the ultra left or whatever. When you go through all the, the nonsense that people are doing, we should be able to allow people to have good homes. Kids should be able to eat. People of color should be able to live like human beings. The police should be able to do their job without sitting there and choking somebody to death. We shouldn't have a government of just lying and foolishness and insanity and uh, a country where only the poor are taxed and the middle class. It's absolute agony. And we can, you know, you're always going to have a little bit of that. There's always going to be a little bit of agony in life, but we're bringing a shitload of this on ourselves. And that's what I've been thinking about. If we want that ecstasy, we're going to have to really uh, work on these things that are causing us agony. And that's it for just thinking. I hope you like this show. It's a really authentic one. It's from my heart. And my, my heart really goes out to... Uh, to, to um, the families of uh, Mr. Floyd and, and how it must feel to be somebody just watching a bird in Central Park, for Christ's sakes, during a pandemic, just trying to get a few moments of joy. And then somebody has the, the literal chops to call up the, the cops on you. And, and you, you may think that somebody will come and shoot you to death right there. I mean, holy Jesus Christ. How perfectly dreadful. You know? What are we thinking? And I'll just say that, you know, what are we thinking? So have a good day. I hope you like the show. Please rate it, review it, and subscribe to Just Thinking if you like the shows. And if you have any comments, as always, you can send it to me at swanglund, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. You know, I'd love to hear from you. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland. Please check out our website, www.rcpodnetwork.com, or email him at swagland at gmail.com. And please make sure to subscribe to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland on your favorite podcast outlet.